Hi, welcome to Soulful. Today we are talking about Business Made Simple, how to change everything in 12 months. Hi, welcome to Soulful. Hey, everybody. I don't know about you, but it's been a little while, so I almost forgot what to do. But my sisters are here, so I know what to do. We talk <laughs> and we share. So, hey, everybody. I'm Toya. I'm Toya. And we have the beautiful Miss Haley in the house. Hey, Haley. Hey. Yes, we yes. do. Yes, yes, yes. I'm so happy. Like, we really hadn't done a show in a minute. So, it's like, whoo. Yes. 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 And if you don't know, Haley has been here before, so that's how we're really excited. We feel comfortable, we're excited, get to catch up and learn all the amazingness. I see it on Instagram, but I haven't talked to you, so I'm so glad that you're here. Yes. Yes. Thank you for having me. I'm so glad to see your faces again. Yes. Yes. So what's up first, Toya? All right. So you know we we gotta we gotta first talk about what we're working on. What you working on, Toya? What you, what you working on? <laughs> I am working on uh, a few things. Um, so we're we're doing um, a new project with um, Forevermore Collections. Um, we are also me and Toya are doing some things um, with Go Kiss. We're personally doing some things as far as like um, customer service. So we got a lot of little mini projects going on. So yeah. Awesome. Yes. And if you did, if you don't know what Forevermore is, um, Forevermore is Go Giga, which is one of our companies where we uh, do live stream production and we are live streaming funerals, memorial services. Exactly. And also making sure that you have a keepsake website. So get it Forevermore, Forevermore Collection. Yes. Oh. Yeah. And I, I don't know about you, Toya, but it is one of my favorite services. The first time we were asked to do a funeral, I was a little bit like, okay. But then it was like, well, I saw people in Barbados. I saw people in um, Italy. I saw people all over the world able to grieve, you know? And so I, I really appreciate being able to provide that type of service for folks. Um, so what I'm currently doing is I'm in production mode. I got a couple shows after this. So I'm, in my mind, it's like, I got to edit this. I got to, you know, create this for these shows. So I'm in production mode. I can't really think about anything else right now, guys. Yes. What about you, Haley? What you working on, girl? What you working yeah, on? I'm working on, so... Um, something I'll share later on, but I'm working on um, playing around with audio a little bit. Y'all know I love audio. I have the mm. podcast, but I'm working on validating a new idea like audio based coaching. So, you know, kind of using voice memo uh, tools and coaching my clients through uh, through audio only channels, which is really fun and interesting and figuring out, you know, what's the best way to to organize it and to make it useful and to sell it. And so kind of playing around with that concept. So, yeah. Nice. So nice. I, I'll say convenient. That sounds like I that would work. Right. right. I'm already working. I could just punch and listen to what the great Haley has to say for the day. That sounds yeah. awesome. Or even just, awesome. you know, message like, listen, today is not the day. I need some encouragement. I need some support. I need something. And you can just do that as you're thinking about it instead of waiting for your session. So. Oh, that's real good. Y'all, y'all hear all this wonderfulness. Yes. <laughs> let me let me let me tell y'all exactly who we have on the screen today. Y'all have no clue, but I'm about to I'm about to let y'all know. 
Haley Thomas is an entrepreneur, podcast host, and TEDx speaker based in central Illinois. Haley is the founder of One Year From Now, a 12-month life plus business growth program for high-impact humans that help them create a compelling vision for their life and work and work, no, their life and work, and then bring it all into reality in one year. Haley is formally trained in growth and human development with a BS in organizational and leadership communication from Illinois State University. Uh, go Redbirds, really? <laughs> and credentialing <laughs> interpersonal neurobiology tongue twisters from the Mindsight Institute. She runs a multi six figure coaching business and has clocked over 650 face-to-face client hours with extraordinary humans from industries across the business landscape, art, real estate, tech, food, law, and much more. When Haley isn't working with the clients, you can find her watching studio Ghibli movies with her increasingly wily second grader adventure around the U.S. or bringing bad 80s horror movies, (laughs) binging bad 80s horror movies. (laughs) What? Not the 80s horror movies. Wait a minute. (laughs) That's where it's at. Can I add, based on me, you know, following Haley for the last few years, her head wrap game, her earrings, they be on point. That's that's why this is on me today. I said, I can't. That thing be too good, honey. That thing and I saw, good. I saw your wrap toy when we came on, and I was like, beautiful. Touch this. I love yes. it. I'm here for Haley it. Haley approved. Yes, awesome. that is Haley approved look, 100%. Oh, fantastic. Awesome, awesome. So I'm excited. I feel like there's a, um, a lot to this, this one-year how to change everything in one year. So Haley, we're going to go ahead and give you the floor and, and, and get started. We'll ask questions, but if you want to go ahead and get started. Yeah. Us. So one of the things that people hire me for, I'm kind of like a general life and business coach. Usually when people come to me, they have maybe one or two things that they know for sure they want to change in their lives. But really it's like, well, I want my marriage or my romantic relationship to be better and I need better boundaries with work, but I also want to make more money. And also I have these new ideas that I haven't brought into the world yet. And, um, you know, I'm a little burnt out. I'm a little tired. I don't have very many hobbies and I need some me time or some things that just bring me joy for the pure fun of it. Um, and that's usually when my clients come to me as a life and business coach And it's, they want to change everything, lots of things in their life. And the good news is that when you start to change one or two things, everything does change. And so um, what I wanted to talk today was about the distilled um, pattern, the distilled plan that I typically walk my clients through when we talk about making these significant life stages like additional streams of income, pivoting into a new industry, expanding your business, navigating major shifts in your life. Like you might get married, you might want to have a baby, you might um, be getting a divorce or dealing with, you know, your your mother or your mother-in-law is moving in with you and um, reworking those dynamics or starting new business ventures. So what I'm going to share is, okay, how do we gather all of that up and then 
do something that will actually start to change your life in a kind of orderly way. Wow, because those things, they all matter. You know, I'm going to start this business, but then then my sister-in-law moves in. That mm-hmm. changes the dynamics drastically. It changes the trajectory of my success. I, it really does, you know, because oh, then baby, that stopped me right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So I'm grateful. I'm just saying oh. to the audience, we are blessed on this day because one keyword for me or phrase that she said, this is what I do with my, my clients. So we're kind of, she's peeling back a little bit. She's letting us inside, you know, the, the classroom a little bit. So I'm grateful for that. So I want to remind you uh, either now, now or if you're watching the replay, if you have any questions, please put them in the chat um, because um, we will make sure that um, those questions are answered. So thank you for joining everybody. Go ahead, Haley. Yeah. So I kind of distilled the whole process down to three steps because it's, it's, when we say we want to change everything or we want, I wish everything was different, it can get really overwhelming, right? You might like, okay, well, now I'm going to start a plan for this and then a plan for that, another plan for eating, another plan for saving, another plan for et cetera, et cetera. But all the plans, everything goes through these three main steps. And I want you all to think about to change everything in a year, really the only thing you have to change is really just you, right? Typically we think we need to go and touch all these pieces. But as you change and work through these three steps, all these other areas are going to be affected and going to be touched. So those three steps are vision, decision, and collision. Vision, decision, collision. And again, I came up with these like punchy words for it. But in reality, what I learned after so many FaceTime hours with clients Every single person that you've seen that's had a drastic life change has gone through these steps, either on purpose or on accident, or they didn't realize they were working through these steps when someone has a major life change. So um, feel free to stop me and ask questions, but I'm just going to kind of talk through those. Um, Vision, decision, and collision. So the first one, vision. I define vision as just the ability to create a personally compelling picture and communicate it frequently and effectively enough to inspire yourself and inspire others into action. So the key components of that are, it has to be personally compelling because there's a lot of things that I think are, I think generally compelling, right? Like everybody wants to make a whole bunch of money uh, or, or be a millionaire or something like that. That is like, yeah, like that's generally compelling, but if that's not attractive to you, it doesn't matter. It's not going to work. So it has to be personally compelling. Um, and it has to be communicated frequently enough and effectively enough. So I like to do something called the one year from now vision with my clients. And essentially I have them kind of use their imaginations to truly envision themselves in their lives a year in the future. And the reason we use your imaginations and kind of play with it and make it like a fun exercise is because that's going to A, be personally compelling to you because all three of us are going to have three completely separate visions for ourselves. Even though we have a lot of attributes that overlap, we'll have completely separate visions. But then when it's in that story mode and and something you can picture and you can see yourself and you can see the room you're sitting at and you can, you know, look at the flowers that are, that are on your desk and you can kind of put the picture together, that story and that memory of that is going to be 
and reflecting on it is going to be frequent enough and it's effective. It's really effective to kind of do the next stages of it. So that's that first piece of the process is visioning. Now, I will say this does require a pretty deep sense of responsibility, right? Which is, mm. I think we're all used to having, you know, those of us that are parents having the, you know, the responsibility of our children on us, or, you know, I take care of my house, my household or my business. There's that responsibility. But I think really those are other people's kind of desires on us. And so having responsibility for yourself is a little bit different in that you really believe I can change my own life. Like I am, I am solely responsible, not my partner, not my kids, not my living situation, but I'm solely responsible for my life experience. So you have to have that sense of deep responsibility. Um, and when you vision for yourself, we don't want to come up with something that's like a mirage or kind of a rescue attempt. So a mirage, a mirage in my definition is something that's not real. Like I can't do a one year from now vision and be like, in my one year from now vision, I see myself as a multi-billionaire and on a yacht with um, Lil Wayne and Oprah and like- But Haley, why no. That was so fun. And why are you not inviting me? <laughs> <laughs> it sounds so fun, but at the same time, it's so far from my current reality that my brain looks at well, that, it goes, mm -hmm. that's a fantasy. So it doesn't even attempt to move towards it. Okay, wait a minute. Yeah. Haley, you've been my coach. Yeah. Haley, you've been my the coach. Brain, <laughs> the brain lies to you. The brain tells you stories. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But Haley, I do recall that you said when we when you coached me, which, oh my gosh, whew, thank you, Jesus, for that. Um, I remember you just kind of almost like telling me to think, um, farther than bigger than, than my mind. Yeah. So, so explain that as in relationship. Yeah. So I like to say this should be at the edge of your edge. reality, like at like the it. edge of your reality. Cause okay. Oprah, me and we don't, we're not friends. I don't live in LA. It's not even like I could pass her on the street on accident. That's there's no sense of reality to that. <laughs> I do think stuff like that is useful for kind of general visioning or like general like you know life goals and achievements yes yes i would like to meet oprah one day yes, yes. but yes. in terms of this exercise at this moment we want to go to whatever your reality is just to the edge of it edge that feels of like that's awesome to the edge 50 percent like mm, i don't know if that's gonna happen right to the edge, Toya. To the edge. The edge. To the okay, edge. To the edge. Yeah. So it can't be a mirage. And then the other thing it can't be is a rescue attempt. Mm. So the, when I say rescue attempt, I mean, when you're in those places and like, we're entrepreneurs, this stuff, this is hard. This is hard work. Mm -hmm. So when you're in those places where you're like, I just want every single thing to be fixed. And then everything you name off, it's not so much that it's a desire. It's just, and desire is like, you know, where you are to, to, I want more for myself. It's more, I'm down here and I'm just trying to get like here, right? Like here to like this. And so it being a rescue attempt kind of takes away the, the magic and it really focuses you on what you don't have and what's not working and kind of gets you to point at every single thing and be like, well, that's not working over there and that's not working over there. And I'm 15 pounds heavier than I want to be. And I don't make the money I want to make. And 
right? So we want to kind of play in that middle part between rescue attempt and mirage. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love it. Y'all, we, we literally have, we've heard the dynamics of the foundation of how to get out of wherever you are and get to that place of of where you want to be like yeah. yes so once you do the visioning part of it because that's like that mm -hmm. first piece it's just like you said Toya, like laying that foundation of like mm -hmm. what is personally compelling to me then you have to do the de decision stage so vision then decision and the decision right that face <laughs> Yeah, boy, that's the hard one. <laughs> okay. That's the hard one. Uh-huh. But the vision, the decision is your ability to choose outcomes that effectively line up with that vision and then resolving to, to choose that again and again and again and again and again. So the decision is kind of the initial decision of, okay, this is what I'm going to create and I'm going to be committed to creating that no matter what it looks like at any given point in time. That's hard. That's Ooh. really hard. Um, right. Right. <laughs> that yeah. put that put sweat beads on your forehead right there. It really does. That that's that's where the hard part is because it's not always gonna seem like you can choose that all the time. You're like, I don't know if I'm gonna do that day. <laughs> yeah. 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 I want to offer too, like, you want to choose it as often as you can, because in reality, you're not going to choose it every time. There are many options where I'm like, not today. Today, I'm choosing to lay up in this bed and like, <laughs> not today. Hey, let's say that one more time. Say that one more time. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to be every day. The point is that you more often than not, often. yeah, more often choose to be, take whatever the outcome is or whatever steps you want towards that goal. So this I will be the usual. Long. This you usually do it. That, yeah. So like I'll offer um, an hour ago, there's a partnership, a collaboration that I want to do with a company. We reached out last week, had a great conversation, yada, yada. It was so wonderful. Um, and then I didn't hear from them. And I was just telling Latoya before we got on, or she was saying like, man, I'm feeling tired. I'm like, I should have taken a nap. And I was lying on my couch, like it all pulled up to my chin and I'm lying there and I'm like, Gotta, I should email this lady, but it's so warm in here. And I don't, you know, doing that little dance. And so for me, there's, there's like the best case scenario would be like, I get up and I sit down at my laptop and I draft a really well-worded email. But then there was reality, which was, okay, I know I need to reach back out. Let me not, it's going to be a two sentence email. I can do it on my phone. I'm just going to lay here and send this message. So for me in that moment, it wasn't about like, Cause sometimes with follow-ups I'll do like, I'll do a video message and I'll just reiterate how excited I am about the project and yada, yada. But I was like, today, what I have is I'm going to send this little message on my phone <laughs> and then roll over and go to sleep. <laughs> yeah. I love that Haley, because yes, um, that, that the typical would you do have a video message and everything and you know, it needs to be done, but you lying down. So you can send that text and then, and, and they'll be responded to. You know? Yeah, and she responded just before we started and was awesome. like, you know what? I emailed so-and-so the day before or yesterday, but I'm gonna follow her one more time. The ball's rolling, right? It keeps it keeps Fantastic. me moving towards that vision without me having to be perfect. So it's it's more about keeping that vision in your mind and just 
okay, what's just the next thing I have to do? Even if it's just C, C minus work and it's so mediocre, like who cares? We're just going to keep doing it. Mm-hmm. Ooh, so that's, that's a hard part. Yes, yes. Yeah. You know what? I think this, um, even the show is a good example of that. We don't, you know, at this point, we don't do it consistently all the time. But when there's an opportunity, when there's an awesome guest, we don't yeah. be like, oh, we just ain't doing it. No. We, we, come on, Haley, let's go. You know? Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and people see, you know, they watch, they see, you know, we, we might say we're not doing this every week, but people do see the show and they do reach out. They reach out wanting services and, and all that um, based on these awesome interviews and these awesome yeah. books we have. So yeah. that's an excellent example of just yeah. like, here's a vision for I know the vision I know I have for my work. So we're just going to do it imperfectly. So vision, you start making those the commitment and then the day after day, the basic, no one's going to see decisions to keep at it yeah and then there's collision which i feel like these get harder like it's like mario like levels on mario they get harder and harder to go toy did you see the collision did you see it yes yes (laughs) (laughs) yes so yeah brick wall that's what i call it It a brick wall collision yeah so collision is i call it the skills of repairing reorienting just kind of generally building that resilience. Once you've crafted the vision and you've started making these decisions, when that starts to hit your real life, that is the the skills of collision, your ability to run into a brick wall and then fall apart and then use your resources and tools and you know your peers and the folk, your community you're connected with to get back together and to go again. So um, repair, kind of reorienting towards the vision um, and just having that resilience to keep going. Like resilience is a skill, right? So the more you exercise it, the more that it grows. And so I think a big, not problem, but something we just don't consider when we want to change everything and we want to change everything in a, a year is a relatively short amount of time in our lifetimes. We have to have the skills of repair and reorienting and resilience to for when this hits real life right yeah Haley, do you have an example oh my gosh i'm like which one should i choose um i think one thing that i have noticed as i'm growing my coaching business is um you know you all know with a business you're always kind of doing a product market fit and trying to figure out how the product actually connects market and is this what they need at this price point in this way trying to navigate that and i've really gotten discouraged in the past from putting something out to market it being mildly successful and then no one buying it um Mm. having to pivot but the initial kind of you know the plane crashing to the ground of my internal dialogue of this isn't Mm -hmm. working i should just give up as a coach and oh my gosh what am i going to do um kind of once I let myself go down, and this is a very important part, you kind of have to let the plane crash a little bit. Like you got to feel your feelings and like let it hurt and try what you're going to try to make it work. But if it's, you know, kind of let it come down, let yourself feel sad and then regroup and think, okay, ultimately, what was my goal? My ultimate goal is to have a um, stock portfolio or a paper portfolio of at least a million dollars, really 1.5 million before I'm 40 so that I can live off of some of that dividends and do like a semi-retirement situation. 
Um, because I changed my business model, that probably won't happen until I'm 45 or 50. And that's okay, right? So I had to like, you know, emotionally, I was like, oh my God, I do it. Let's just be very clear. I recognize that these are like first world problems that I'm crying about. Like that's number one, just whatever. But, you know, having all my feelings about it and then regrouping and being like, okay, ultimately the goal is this life experience. Mm -hmm. So I can kind of detach from how I thought it was going to happen. And when that didn't work, just like, okay, release that, let that go. And remember that that's my goal. So what do I want to do next to like, make that attempt. So it's that kind of um, reorienting towards that goal. And the resilience I build up as an entrepreneur means I can keep doing that for as long as it takes for me to hit that goal. I mean, I hit it until I'm 65. That's fine. Who cares? The point is to like, here's the vision I have for myself. I'm just going to keep going until I make that real. Nice. Like it. So, um, so we, 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 can get emotional. We can be upset and sad and, you know, and bury it or whatever. But um, we go back to that, that vision. We go back to that decision and we just keep moving. Yeah. So I, I like the let, the let the plane crash a little bit. Let it crash a little bit. <laughs> Listen, have y'all ever been in a fight with God and your business at the same time where you were like, I don't like what you're saying. I don't like what this is doing. I'm just fight <laughs> with everybody, right? And it's I almost find that in those moments, I'm doing so much struggling against everybody and everything that it's when I'm like, you know what? I just let it burn down a little bit that God is like, thank, thank you. Took you a minute. And <laughs> like, oh, there it is. It's like, it's, it truly is like the willingness to like, just take your hands off, just to stop fighting stuff and just like, let it go. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, let's take a moment, if you don't mind, to look at some of the comments. Um, Early on, one user says the audio interaction is a great value-added option. Go ahead. Go ahead. Haley, smiley face. Mm -hmm. um, we have a question here. What is the one thing you do, Haley, to move people past the stories they tell themselves about changes? Oh, such a good question. Um, I think one of my favorite questions, so there's a couple things that I do, but there's I will say there's two questions. The first one is, is this story helpful to you? Like real talk, does this make you feel good or better? Or does this story make you feel worse? Mm. And then from there, people are usually like, no, I feel terrible. Or I'm, you know, they're actively crying in our session or like, no, it makes me feel small and sad. And like, I suck at this. So I'm like, okay, cool. Let's just look at it. This story is actively not helpful. Do you want to do anything about it? Because here's the truth. We don't have, you can keep your stories. You can keep them. You don't have to not have them. Um, but typically when I present it to people as if it's a choice, which it is, they're like, oh, well, no, I don't want to keep that. I'm like, great. Okay. We can, we can, can like start to work with it then. And then from there, I'd like to explore with them just, um, you know, when was the first time you remember the story being kind of a, a part of your story? Right. So one of my personal most annoying things my brain tells me all the time is I should have known better sooner. You should have known it worked out. It was going to work out that way. You should have known that wasn't going to work. You should have just known. Right. My brain is a jerk. Um, and I, you know, let myself like, no, that doesn't feel good. And I don't want to actively keep that thought because it's what I call a zero gain thought. 
in that it just doesn't help. Like it literally gives you no gains to believe that you should have known better sooner. How? What am I? A magician? I don't know time travel. How was I supposed to know? <laughs> um, so anyway, I can go back and, and ask myself, when was the first time I experienced this? And the first time I did is when I was like 11 and I had made a mistake. And my dad was like, you should have known better. And, you know, in your little impressionable brain, this story was developed. And just having these conversations with the people and learning like, oh, yeah, when I was 15, this experience happened. Or I watched my parents go through a bankruptcy. And that's how I learned the story that all money's evil and I shouldn't worry about making any. Or, you know, all these stories get developed. And just by talking about it as if it's a story, like almost like a thing you can hold in your hand, mm-hmm. you can kind of separate yourself from it a little bit and just be like, oh, so when I see this again and here, I can recognize what it is and just start. It's like the exposure therapy of it, of just like it's not actual exposure therapy, but but just knowing the awareness of, oh, that's a story. It's not helpful. Let me What's another way I can think of this is kind of how I help folks navigate that. That's a great question. Yes. I I will say during your doing your coaching sessions, one of the main things I took away is how to talk to that inner self, how to bring myself off a cliff when I feel myself about to jump. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and my brain is like, yeah, just go ahead and do it. Do it. <laughs> and then I'm just like, well, no, that's not that actually that bad. Like we, we, we can work this out. This will still be all right. You know, and you literally talk yourself back off the ledge. Yeah. And it's one of those things that I've I learned, you know, with you, cause your brain will tell you one thing and you'd be like, you know, that's not really true. <laughs> yes. yes. Brains are just straight up liars sometimes. Like <laughs> they just be doing a lot. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, that's awesome. Thank you so much for answering that question, Haley. And keep the questions coming, guys. If you have more, um, this is the time to ask. So, Haley, just so I understand. So, first, we're visioning, um, mm-hmm. making a decision, and um, collision. That's just part of the process, right? Yeah. Um, so, my question is: Is this just a? Is it just little mini visions that we throughout during throughout the year? Or explain to me how this works. Yeah. Out. So I've played with this a couple of different ways, and I think it really depends on how skilled each person is at using their imagination. It's not like your imagination is a thing that we don't really kind of mess with as we get adults, if that makes sense. Once we get in the logical world of bills and a, you know, one plus one equals two, it is what it is. We kind of forget that imagination is it's a skill. It's a skill set that is useful and valuable to us. So somebody who has a really robust skill set or um, imagination set. Um, typically my, my designers, my artists, my writers, my creatives, I can say, okay, I want you to imagine that it is 5.30 in the evening on April 11th in 2024. What do you see? And they'll just, they just have all the thoughts and all the things. And then I've got some clients who are like, <laughs> remember one woman in particular was like, you know, sitting there with her eyes closed for a while. And I was like, okay, what do you see? And she was like, girl, nothing. Blackness. You so many close my eyes. <laughs> um, so for folks like that, I would suggest, <laughs> right. <laughs> she was like, quit playing with me. Um, but for folks like that, where your imagination just, it's just not a part of your regular life or your work. Mm-hmm. I would say, choose the area that feels the easiest to start with. Like whichever just feels easy 
and start there. And you really want to treat your visioning as if you're standing in a room, like you can imagine you're standing in a room and you have a flashlight and you're kind of turning the flashlight through the room and seeing like, you know, parts of the room are lighting up at a time. And so you can just tell me or look at like, what's just a little thing you can see right now. And from that, if you move the flashlight over just a little, okay, what's just next to it? Instead of trying to do the whole room, we're just doing a little bit at a time. Um, so I think those are the two ways you can, can go about it. In fact, if either of you want uh, to talk through, and I know they're both like, uh-oh, she's coming from the spot. If either one of you want to share any like area of life, we can kind of talk through the vision, decision, and collision. Um, like through that through the that lens if if anybody wants to before we do that i have a question so is this something that we need how do we track this i mean these are these are good yeah points. how do we track this yes okay so i personally i keep every single thing i keep colored um notebooks they're all funky colors like this lime green and i've got pinks and blues um and at this point because this is the work that i do i'm doing this once a week, right? Just on the regular, but I would set a calendar reminder and just find a notebook and you're just going to journaling even sounds too structured. Like you can draw something, you can do bullet points, you can journal like free write if you want to write stuff in the margins. Um, and then I would just do something as simple as a calendar reminder to, you know, the first Friday of every month, I'm just going to go back to this vision and see what feels more real, what feels less real, what, is just, you know, something shifted dramatically and that's just off the table altogether. Um, but yeah, I say keep it really, really simple. Uh, notebook and a calendar reminder, to be honest. Mm -hmm. yes, it's very like, which you all both, you two both know this about me, but I'm like, the less complex, the more likely you are to do the thing. That's right, yeah. that's right. So yeah. That's right. I wanna shout out real quick, uh, Brother Anthony McDonald, Thank you for joining Salta for the day at, uh, at the kiss. Yeah. <laughs> That's Bay. Then he it's Bay. <laughs> Bay. We're so glad that you're here with us, Mr. Bay. God bless. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Yes, yes. Um, yes. Another reason why the arts help people, it teaches visioning skills. Yes. It's, again, it's one of those things that we think we need, like, okay, well, we've graduated. We, you know, after eighth grade or whatever, you don't do art in school anymore. But no, we need those skills now. And especially as entrepreneurs, if you think about it, and I love the service that you all were talking about earlier about doing memorial services virtually, mm -hmm. that was bred purely out of you all's creativity and your ability to see a need and then make your creativity match that and your skills match that, right? Like your creativity is what made that a reality. And that is like serving people in a time and space when they really need it, where they can get some closure in a way they may not be able to without it. And even we think about Zoom, that's made up. <laughs> it's just a made up. Somebody one day was like, you know, it'd be great if I could see people on the internet. <laughs> I definitely remember a time earlier in the virtual assistant um, career, I was very black and white. I didn't see these things. I just said, yes. like, this is what I do. This is, it was very mechanical. So, yeah. um, and, and, and let me just say, the more creative, I think, I feel like the more creative you are, the more money you kind of make when you think, when you make up things that people need and so forth, right? Yes. Yeah. It's, it's, again, you're totally right. You get to, you get to pick a little bit, right? You're working with the market, but you get to pick a little bit. 
So, Toya, where are you, are you going to go ahead and uh, <clears throat> get started and be the volunteer? I, I already knew that you were going to, so I said, let me be quiet. Let me make sure I let my sister Toya have her the space that she needs. I can't stand. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Let's, let's, let's do this. Whew. What, what, okay, how we do this, Healy? Go ahead. What do I do? What, what, what do I, how do I start this? Yeah. So I want you to imagine, and this is me getting my podcast radio voice, right? Um, <laughs> what it, sorry, what is the service offering that you all were just talking about called forever? Forevermore. Forevermore oh. collection. Okay. I want you to imagine forevermore collections one year from now. It's April, it's spring. And you physically in your body feel really grounded and excited about your work. You're sitting down to your computer to get after it. What is making you feel grounded and excited? What do you see in your mind's eye as I'm talking? I see that we have tons of um, funerals coming up within like that next week. Um, I see that we have all these loved ones pictures in our email box because mm-hmm. they're sending us the pictures to put together their online memorial. And so I'm, I can see the pictures, the baby pictures, or, you know, mm-hmm. all these little things that people want to, you know, make, make their um, memorials with. I see the funeral homes in our email boxes saying that, you know, we've decided to, you know, change the time to this. And I see the communication back and forth with the funeral homes. And I see lots of people just happy with what what they see from us on on our services. Mm -hmm. I love that. Okay. Thank you for sharing all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, do you do you all currently do partnerships with funeral homes? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, amazing. Um, and about how many a week do you all do at this point? Like, what, what feels average? We we our goal is to get at least eight eight a month. Got it. Okay. Okay. So what I heard in your what you shared was a sense of like fullness right Mm. the the kind of theme was was fullness and so when we get to say the decision stage there's two ways to go about this one is asking yourself is my business am i taking enough action or creating enough opportunities for me to get full to get to this like sense of ab- abundance and, and fullness. Mm-hmm. So eight a month is a little bit different than, and maybe it isn't, but a little bit different than the way you described it in your head. Probably looks more like eight a week. Eight a week is a lot, but like probably looks more like five or six a week. Yeah, yeah. So as you, you know, this next week encounter, um, you know, conversations or, um, partnerships that might happen, like maybe you expand far more into partnerships and lean harder into that. Or maybe there's a, a list of folks that you've been like, you know what? Yes, we need to read it out to them, but I'm going to wait until maybe we do that a little sooner. Right. So like really 
focusing on as the decision, as you all start to make decisions, even just tomorrow, this week, really the vision is for kind of that fullness and that expansiveness. And so what are all the decisions? What are all the things that you can impact that move you forward in that? Um, and then we have the fun part of collision, which is to ask, what's all the stuff that's keeping you from that? Oh my gosh, what is it? Um, I don't know. I guess it's, uh, we need to get more marketing out there. Um, you know, dabble more in social media. Um, we need to make more of those partnerships. Like you said, we need to, um, actually get our, get our name out there to know. So people know that we even do what we say we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. And so the stuff that can typically stop people are feeling like they don't have enough time to do that because you all have other things to do in addition to this. So time, um, the confidence, you all are pretty clear on this offer that, you know, pe people need this. It is helpful for them. People are going to purchase this. But if say someone else is not so confident on that, that can be a real blocker to you know, hearing a no and then being like, oh, see, you know what? Nobody wants it. So I'm just going to, I'll just, <laughs> right. Um, so that confidence, um, more marketing. And here's the thing that I'll offer for marketing. I think very often we say marketing and what we mean is like top of the funnel, cold, cold marketing, as in getting in front of cold audiences. But I think what would be even more beneficial sooner because of the type of work that this is, referrals are a huge piece of this, right? Not to be vulgar, but I just remember with my, um, my Medea and my godmother, like, once you get to that age, every, everybody's kind of dropping off there pretty regularly, right? This is, um, and again, it's a little bit funny, but a little bit, it's kind of like weddings in that one kind of begets the next, right? When you spend time with um, people in that stage of life, there's a huge referral source. And so, um, yes, focus on cold, um, out, cold outreach, but I would also just think about who's in your warm pool and who's in the hot pool. Mm -hmm. Who, what are the conversations that you can have that are low hanging fruit that are like, listen, you know, funeral homes, ones that, um, actually I would choose the hottest to me in terms of partnerships and funeral homes would be the ones that already are trying to do a little virtual thing or have someone just recording because it's a real easy sell to them because they already have it in their mind that they, they want to offer this service for you to swoop in and be like, listen, we can partner with you and offer it better, faster, and you don't have to have a headache. So that'd be like hot, hot leads mm -hmm. followed by funeral homes that don't offer this service because you have to do a little education for them on the service followed by, um, I mean, church communities would be huge for this. So I think even just connecting with, um, you know, you all's church communities. And again, this is a, we're talking about people's loved ones and passing, right? So it's not like regular marketing. We're like, hi, we have a new service. Like that's a, little, that's a lot. So try to like be um, respectful, but also being direct. Like, listen, we know that this has been really impactful for people that can't be present. We'd love to... I don't know, figure out a way to, to partner in that way. Yes. 
talked I talked at you all for a while. So what what are your what are your thoughts? <laughs> I, I like I like that. Um, like you said, the low hanging fruit makes it much easier to go ahead and step out there. Um, I did not realize that I had low hanging fruit, to be honest, because what we all to me, it kept saying to myself, like, I keep finding out after someone's died, I want to get in front of them to help them prepare for that. But this kind of like, how do you like, hey, you know, you're dying one day, you should probably, you know, start thinking about that, you know, stuff yeah. like that. Like, like, let us help you, you know, start gathering pictures because it's like, mm. if it does happen, everyone's like, oh, which picture are we going to use for, you know, gamma? And it's like, we've already, we've already, you know, done that. And tucked away, you know, that, that pre stuff. Yeah. I think, I think you all would benefit from following models of like people that do, um, oh, what is it called? Um, Oh gosh. Like estate planners and people that do like end of life services stuff. Um, just kind of checking in with like, what kind of marketing do, do they do? Who they're really, really the person to connect with is the people our age. Cause we're caretaking. We're the ones that will be planning for our parents. Yeah, mm-hmm. That's really who, who we need to be talking to. Um, but um, yeah. And you, and then figuring out like, where do they show up? So something, yes, social media, but also, I don't know that that's necessarily where I would be looking Right. Like, you know, surf on social, but you know, if my somebody passes and I'm going to the funeral home anyway, and they go, right. Oh, you want this service, you know, mm-hmm. or there's always those people that are like prepared and doing stuff early, but that has never been me in my life. So I'm not even going to pretend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. So, so anyway, just talking through some of the strategy stuff is again, it's like the decision. And then the mini decisions afterwards and the ability to stay committed to it, you know, over and over and over again and continue to test things and um, not get too broad, if you will, or like get too, not trying to do too much, right? Like there's a big difference between, so here's a great example of the, you know, the edge of your, your vision. It's very different to say we want to be by next year, this time we want to be the premier number one video memorial service in the United States. That's a lot. This is by this time next year, I want to have our entire roster full or as many as we decide we can do in a week. We want to have that full for us and then move like from there. Right. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah. And then just dealing with the collision of scheduling of this partnership fell through of, you know, we're supposed to do this, but now my kids are homesick and now I got to figure something out and I'm, I'm tired, not feeling well. People have chronic illnesses. COVID still exists. Like, you know, any number of things mm-hmm. happen. And so it's like having a really, really simple business strategy. And again, I, I am the, the longer that I am in business, the less I like social media period. Um, but mainly because I think it is definitely top of the funnel stuff and can get really distracting on being good at that when there's so many 
lower down the funnel, hotter, warmer leads that you could be touching and and face-to-face conversations you can be having that don't impact, you know, you being, you knowing all the funeral directors and your zip code doesn't matter when Instagram goes down or they decide that you'd now cost $10,000 for you Mm -hmm. to share stuff to your audience. So, (laughs) so yeah. I like it. It sounds control. Like we have, we have more control than we think we do. Yeah. Awesome. Um, I would like to offer to our, our viewers, if you, when you start coaching with, with Taylor, she uses that again, a lot. I like to offer, I love it. But I would like to offer like in the last, in the last six or seven minutes, she just, just gave us live. She showed us how to change everything uh, with our new service in the next 12 months. So um, first of all, hey, that's amazing. That's what she, this is what she does all day long. So thank you so much. And mm-hmm. I just want to direct our viewers to your website. Um, you know, to connect with Haley because what she did for us, what Toya, Toya, did she, was that not value, sis? That was beautiful, okay. <laughs> I, have, I have plenty of notes and I can go back to this recording. So thank you, Haley. But um, yeah, tell us, Haley, what's the best way to, to contact you? Yeah, I think the best way right now is to visit my website at okay. oyfn.co, um, stands for one year from now, .co. And from there, you can get on my email list um, and there you will hear about the podcast episodes as they're dropping. And those are um, interviews with other, uh, usually it's people of color and women identifying entrepreneurs um, and or anything that comes out of my coaching practice. I share a lot of that very freely through the podcast. Um, you can listen to the podcast. It's called One Year From Now on all you know, major podcast players, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, all of that. Um, and I wanted to offer, there is, But I wanted to offer, um, right now I'm doing audio coaching with people. So I've got my big 12 month um, program, but I'm playing around with this audio coaching offer. And so it's 30 days of life and business coaching. Um, And if you go to oyfn.co slash audio, oyfn.co slash audio, it's um, kind of the, the understanding of that. But basically we'll use a tool called Slack. You can send me voice notes, you can send me messages, and we can work on pretty much anything you want that has to do with your life as an entrepreneur. Um, And I can coach you through that application for 30 days. So I have some clients that we talk once a week, they get something good, they're out. I've got some that we are most days of the week, six days a week, we have a conversation going and they're they're like, I'm getting my value in. Um, But it's been a really fun way to um, connect with my clients. So oifn.co slash audio is where you can sign up for that. And let me offer that um, my dear sister Heather is very efficient. This is one of the ways she's efficient with coaching. So definitely um, sign up. Go to oyfn.co backslash audio today. Mm-hmm. You will mm-hmm. be very, very happy with yourself. Let's go through a few of these comments for you if we can. Thank you so much, guys, for engaging. We really appreciate that. Thanks for a fruitful conversation. Um, Franchelle, thanks so much for, for joining us today. Says, I am with you. I am with you. I think I'm going to have to go back a few times to <laughs> yeah. this. We might have to discuss this in the group. I mean, this is really good stuff. So I'm with you, sis. Thank you. And I'm not sure who our sister or brother is here, but thank you so much for the engagement. Let's see. I recommend that each member of the team take two to four dates, a quarter to attend networking events that your ideal customer attends. I think that's the general information um, to connect with your ideal um, client. What do you think, Haley? 
Yeah. Um, I Again, I'm more and more, especially for something like funeral services, when you can get in front of somebody and shake their hand and look at them in the face, that beats out over social media interactions or things like email every time. Yeah, I concur. I would recommend hosting your own mini webinars on hosting the video service. Yeah, I kind of go back and forth with that one because so it's funny because we are all on the Internet. Like right now, we are the type of people that watch this. But I don't know that your customers, your customers for this service necessarily are like, I'm going to sit down and watch this show so, people. But it's funny that you say that. I think about the folks that we have served so far in that space. And mm -hmm. I think that they have maybe one that would, would do this. Definitely yeah. face to face. I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Every it's, that's just important to know your your, your customer and, and go where they are. You know, yes. go where they are, not where you want to be, but where they are and you're comfortable. You know. Yes. Yeah. 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 Every service provider has a segmented market. It takes a little thinking to see it and to develop plans to address it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I would recommend partnering with vendors that do something perpendicular and parallel to your services, wealth managers, insurance sales, people, health and fitness vendors, elder and memory care consultants, retirement pros, amen, realtors, senior recreation programs, family reunion event planners. Yes. Okay, that's good. Yes. Yeah, yeah accounts, bookers, hairstyles. Okay, hairstyles, yes. that's a good one. Yeah. Well, that's, I love that whoever, yeah. thank you for whoever put that on that list because that's you. the words that I couldn't figure out. But yeah, like the wealth managers, the insurance people, retirement home yes. people, um, people that do like estate, real estate, that's you know, so once somebody passes, like, I, man, take that <laughs> list. I would just, in your in your zip code. Yes. Oh, Yolanda, is that Yolanda bringing the fire? Of, of course it's Yolanda. Yolanda. What are we thinking? Of course <laughs> it's Yolanda. <laughs> what smart shit's on this side of the internet. Yes. Yes. Thank you, Yolanda. We appreciate you. And we can't wait till you come on the show. We really yeah. yeah. I think that was great. Thank you. Yeah. Awesome. Those those were super helpful. And I think it's just a if you think about it in terms of math, I would just pick whatever zip code y'all are in. And I'm just like literally every funeral home, I'm I'm give somebody a call. Every <laughs> manager in our area, I'm just gonna give him a call and put this little note out there. Um, I think is more useful in this case than perhaps generally sharing on social because like those people are not <laughs> i don't know i don't know any funeral directors honestly and i haven't met them on, <laughs> on instagram yeah. so so i'm a church girl so i know a few i know there you go there you go we'll, we'll reach out but how about this Haley? one year from now can we come back can you come on back on the show we tell you about the services <laughs> yes. yes okay that so would be that i would love that i would love that so much so everybody heard it on the internet next april i'm gonna be back yes and so toya you know you know we can't we can't be like we didn't we know now that Haley, now that Haley yeah. knows you have to that's what people tell me they're like now that I told you I gotta do it because you're gonna ask right me. Yeah. Exactly. Gonna hold me to the fire she's gonna hold my feet I will. To the fire. <laughs> oh goodness exactly exactly so anything else first of all I think again this has been so fruitful it's, I think one of the viewers said that um this is gonna help so many people thank you so much anything else that we need to discuss before we get out of here family yes any last words Yes. Yes, Haley, last words. Yes, um, yes. I think I would just offer that this work, the, the hardest part about this work is keeping it going. So if you have things that you know help you make stuff a habit, um, like just apply it to this. So if it's telling a friend, if it's getting that external accountability, if it's putting it in your calendar, if it's, you know, being a part of this this community that you all are part of and saying it out loud there whatever you need to do to keep 
going with it and not just hear this once and like, oh, that was great. And then never think about it again. Do do that for yourself. Grant yourself that gift of making sure you think about it again. Awesome. Awesome. And I think it's important for me to, to mention here, Haley, um, at some point started out or was a virtual assistant. Yeah. Virtual assistant is, it's not, it's not, I'm not, I don't want to sound like lowly or anything like that, but as you develop and you become more of an expert, I mean, you demand a lot more money and you have a lot more time to yourself. I believe, you know, Mm -hmm. um, it's just one of those things when you're not a jack of all trades, you just, you just, as an expert. So, so Haley, um, I don't know, can you, is that where, were you a virtual assistant or virtual? Yeah. What what exactly? I was, um, a general assistant. Mm-hmm. and was not great at it. Then I became an executive assistant and realized like, oh, projects and, you know, kind of the, some of the stuff I help my clients with, that's where I'm good at and that's what I shine. And as I kind of kept forward in that, I kept developing my own body of, of thoughts or my own body of work and awesome. how entrepreneurs can think. And so that's kind of how I migrated over into into coaching. So Awesome. I just think I thought it was important to mention that because you can you can be what you want to be. You can yeah. um, develop and, and change as you want to out here. And I, I just think that's important. And um, I just, I don't know. I just feel like that was important for you to share with our yeah. audiences. There are a lot of VAs, a lot of people just starting their businesses. And they just, yeah. a lot of times when you first start as a VA, you're like, wow, I'm, but I'm only making $20 an hour or, or whatever you know, the, mm-hmm. the case may be. And I don't know, I've been there and I, I make a lot more now. Um, in my as a producer, in, you know, as a as a yeah. particular service. So, um, I just want you all to know that um, you know you, you will develop and you will um, do better and greater. You just gotta start somewhere. Start yes, somewhere. and I'll offer. I um started my actually this March last month was my five year in business anniversary. Um, thank you. Uh, but yeah, I started at twenty five dollars an hour. Um, my very first client had me for twenty hours a week, and that. It just starting changed my life. Like everything changed once I was like, oh my gosh, I'm making like real, like for real money. Oh, you want to pay me? Right. And now, you know, my, my pay scale and everything is, it's not even, it's apples to oranges, but um, you can pair, but it is, it's still pretty incredible. Yes. It is incredible. Hey, don't want to say it, sis. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. I'm going to be quiet. We'll just have, we'll have to come together again. I, I think, Haley, I almost feel like we should have a, a story just talking about a lot of the bloopers, a lot of the failures so people can understand. Boy. Listen, remember, Haley's the one that told us if you have not really jacked up something in business, you're not really in business yet. <laughs> Listen, and I've got so many more since the last time we've talked that are new, no. that are new, like five figure errors or hiring a vendor and them not giving your stuff back and having to ask for a refund. And we're talking like $11,000 at a time stuff oh or $0 launches when you've already spent the money for the event. I cannot wait. So we, I could tell you some stuff. I could tell you some things. Oh, goodness. Awesome. That's, that, that's that collision part. That's, that's that, that collision, which is part of the process, y'all. It's part of the mm-hmm. process. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we thank you. We ask that you like, comment, and subscribe to Soultiful on YouTube, Facebook, everywhere. Same with Haley. What are your social? I know you're not big on social, but where do you want yes. them to come at, to? Yes. I'm at OYFN.co. OYFN.co on Facebook, on Instagram. Those are the two main places you can find me. Fantastic. Okay. We're going to get on out of here. Thank you, guys. Thank, Thank you. Everybody next time. Bye. Bye.